Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And welcome to Get The Table, another Wrestling Roundtable discussion podcast with myself, Adam Wilborn, one of the Dadly Boys, Michael Sidgwick from What Culture, and Andy Murray from What Culture, here to discuss another burning wrestling issue. And that issue today is the fact that Vince McMahon is 100% officially back in WWE. We'd originally planned on coming here this morning uh, to talk about the speculation about him returning. And now, per an SEC filing dated the 5th of January, so yesterday, uh, that reads, Vince McMahon, George Barrios, and Michelle Wilson are officially back on WWE's board of directors and continues that the filing also notes that Vince expects to assume the role of executive chairman of the board. It's official to use a WWE term. Uh, Andy Murray, what is going on here? Um, I mean, I'm not sure there are enough minutes on this on this video to uh, ac- accurately convey the full extent of what has occurred over the past 24 hours. Um, but of course, it was mid-December when that first report emerged stating that Vince was plotting some kind of comeback in WWE because he believed that if he just stuck around after all the, the allegations and the Wall Street Journal reports dropped and the NDAs and the tens of millions of dollars, that all that would have blown over and he would have been just fine. There was no mention of what has transpired today. There was no mention of him wanting to sell the company. There was no mention of him feeling that him being back would be in a better position to 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 uh, score a better TV rights deal this year. None of that. And it was reported at the time as well that this was universally rejected. Nobody wanted that. But of course, Vince, when he resigned in disgrace last summer now, he retained majority voting power in WWE due to his Class B stock ownership. So this has always really been a possibility. Him resigning from his positions, you know, wasn't entirely ceremonial, but the fact that he retained this power meant that something like this was really always going to happen because the man, you know, all those stupid stories about him only sleeping two hours a night and stuff, the man just cannot help himself from involving every single waking second of his day into this business. It's been his life for the duration Mm-mm. of his life. The past 24 hours have been crazy. Um, we had the statement from Vince himself stating that he felt uh, WWE was in a fantastic position to take advantage of this ever-changing media landscape and deliver maximum return to the shareholders and all this. There was the Wall Street Journal report that kind of accompanied that. It was released at a similar time, noting that Vince wanted to sell the company reinstalling himself as executive uh, chairman. That's the exact title, right? Mm -hmm. And now we have this SEC filing confirming, indeed, that two of his former allies, who, by the way, he fired in 2020, costing WWE 
millions of dollars because they did not agree with the direction of the company. They did not see eye to eye with Vince and in comes Nick Khan. Suddenly they're his best mates again and they're back on board, that being Michelle Wilson and George Barrios. So um, to summarize, mate, it's a complete crapshoot. Yeah. And uh, the world of pro wrestling entering 2023 as it exited 2022 remains a dumpster fire uh, floating down a flooded street towards a gaping hole of the earth where Vince actually resides. And you know, it, it's really bonkers when we, you know, the story breaks last night, as you say, Andy, we report on it this morning and then we go, that'll probably be it for today. We'll come in and we were going to talk about how effectively he was told, holding WWE hostage, of course, with this 80% shareholding, yeah. blah, blah, blah. You're not doing any TV rise negotiations unless I'm back and I've got the majority control. And then this SEC filing drops and it's it's already happened. Yeah, you know, we done. were going to come in and speculate about him returning, Sige, but that's, that's done. It's already happened. This is a, a sort of story that is simultaneously shocking and not that surprising whatsoever. Yeah, I was shocked when I hopped on Twitter last night, read all about it, and then I realized this was inevitable. Absolutely inevitable. My succinct early take before we delve into a few more details is delightfully devilish Vincent. If this guy, this prick, was <laughs> as creative as he was spiteful, the complete complexion of the professional wrestling industry in North America would be unrecognizable. This was so shrewd and clever as a power play. And he's been great at being spiteful, even when he was in just wild, drastic, creative decline, hemorrhaging his TV audience at a steeper rate than the wider TV industry, because this is just kind of a genius, evil move, is it not? The idea that, oh, well... I have to be here because we have to make more money. Uh, you know what? He can't really renegotiate a, a media deal without me and Vince McMahon. And he's, he could have used any pretext imaginable, basically, mm. um, because he has all of these ownership shares. But he's found a pretty decent one, to be perfectly honest, a very successful one. He's got Barry Austin Wilson back on board. What a twist that is. Mm. What an unbelievable twist that is. I think Ghetto with his stable ownership um, booking strategies could not script anything <laughs> better than this. It's Again, it's quite clever. These former co-presidents were relieved of their duties because I think George Barrios was heavily, heavily involved in the WWE network. He was adamant it was the way forward. As it transpired, no, not particularly. And they failed to um, drive the projected subscriptions. That just did not happen for them. Ultimately, really fun for me going back and really delving into JCP and all the great documentaries and all the great hidden gems. Realistically, it was not a big mm. financial viable moneymaker. Barrios took the chop for that. But at the same time, because he's very, very shrewd and spiteful, Vince McMahon, he's realized, right, they are allies for me now. How can I put them over? You could have put a generation's plural of talent over on your television product and none of this might have happened god damn it um but no you put barrios and wilson well all of it would have happened because he's an evil dickhead but you know what i mean <laughs> it would have been less unpopular mm. all of this is what i'm trying to arrive at and he's realized right how do i get my way in okay these uh, barrios and wilson were instrumental in procuring the tv deals the last time we negotiated this we'll put that over even though they kind of failed with the network and yet, he's got two people, and the, the wording 
to use language familiar with any English football fans, is they know the club inside out. Yeah. They represent stability, all of that kind of thing. So when you're completely uninspired by the appointment of Alan Pardew or Steve Bruce or Sam Allardyce, I'm sure there's some American football coaches um, that I could you know, not mm. name because I don't know anything about it. But <laughs> it's just yeah. all what I'm getting at here is that it's all incredibly savvy. And why is this part of his mind sharp? Twat. Why can't he have... <laughs> You know, but maybe even if he was like a really good book, he probably wouldn't deserve the flowers, would he? Because he's an asshole. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. We should mention, by the way, that uh, Vince has said, look, I'm just here for the <laughs> TV rights deal and the potential sale of WWE. Yeah. Guys, I don't want to be involved in creative. So I guess take him at his word, Andy. Yeah, if you believe that, I've got some magic beans I'd like to sell you. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's, it's something else. Um, there are multiple statements within various things that have come out. So in within this SEC filing is actually the letters that he sent to the board of directors announcing his intentions, the letter he got back from the board of directors uh, in December, which said, we do not think that this would be beneficial to our shareholders. In other words, go away. Uh, and then the reply that Vince said reaffirming this and all of this, and he, he says a couple of times the existing management team, that being, of course, Stephanie McMahon and Nick Khan, who are the co-CEOs. Uh, Stephanie is also the chairwoman. Paul Levesque, of course, was was made head of creative when Vince departed and, and became an executive vice president once again. Uh, they have my full support. They're doing great. They're doing great work, uh, and I'm not going to meddle with them. And, um, yeah, no, nah, I mean, why would you take anything this guy says at face value in the first place? But particularly... In this situation where, as initially reported by the Wall Street Journal mm-hmm. and has since been reaffirmed, um, he says that he will not be able to sign off on any, and this is where the held hostage thing came from that we were going to use earlier, great video title, we can't use that anymore, mm. curse you, think of the content, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, he said, I, unless I am reinstalled and, and made executive chairman, I will not be signing off effectively on any new rights deals or uh, the sale of the company. The rights deals are critical because as much as we guys, and they are we guys on Twitter tell you uh, that TV ratings don't matter and all of this stuff, it's complete nonsense. TV ratings have never mattered more than they currently do because television has never been more valuable to wrestling companies and has never made up a higher percentage of their revenue. That is particularly true of uh, American companies yes. that we're talking about. Um, WWE stands to perform very well in the next set of TV rights negotiations because while other franchises are declining and while others are seeing drops in profits and all of this, even though there's lots of uncertainty over streaming markets and the mark that thing's kind of consolidating a bit now, uh, WWE still performs very well. The company has never been more profitable. Theoretically, it's a good time to invest in WWE. Um, so it does stand to perform very well. However, the assertion, <laughs> Vince McMahon's confidence that him being there somehow strengthens the company mm. is a perfect micro situation that sums up this man's mm. grand delusion. Um, I think, and this is my opinion, quite the contrary. I think it significantly weakens the company's position in negotiations, not just because he's erratic, not just because his creative was bollocks for years, mm -hmm. but because he literally, <laughs> throughout the course of last year, is alleged to have paid tens of millions of dollars to suppress multiple allegations of sexual misconduct made from 2006 right up until the end of his tenure. Um, why would you want to do business with that? Why would you want to look at that and go, yes, I am much more likely to do give you what you want now that this guy's back in the room? It's um, the whole Vince McMahon condition, I guess, in one news story, this thing, um, and I feel like we're only halfway through this before it gets worse. Yeah, God knows what this means for Triple H and the talent. It's unbelievable, this is. Yeah, it's quite incredible. I just want to make the point as well. I think what Murray's just said is worth dwelling upon just slightly, a uh, slight bit more. Um, ultimately, I like the succession memes. I like the succession banter. I saw a goddamn post on Twitter where Triple H had the Infinity Gauntlet and Barry Oss Wilson and Laurinaitis were on it, and it's all quite amusing in this morbidly, perversely fascinating way. But away from all the corporate speak, away from the implications, away from the succession, is that a complete twat of a bloke has faced no consequences mm -hmm. for his awful actions. Cancel culture is not real. And ultimately, this is a man who pretty much from now, is going to be in and around people, and he's been proven almost to not be able to do that. So it's a genuinely grim, grim story. I don't give a toss if, for example, ex-wrestler that Papa H signed might not have the best run. It'll be unfortunate for them, but Jesus Christ, those are the least of people's yeah. worries, or they should be anyway. What happens next? Where do we go from here? I do not believe for a second that Triple H um, is going to remain, if not, you know, I don't believe for a second that he's going to enjoy the same degree of creative power for much longer. Let's put it that way. My head of creative at the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why weren't more questions asked about that when that comment came out? Um, yeah. Did such a good job humanizing him. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Who are we talking about there? I don't know. Um, 
Yeah, but Triple H is, come on. Like I, I tweeted jokingly about an hour ago, well, Paul Levesque had a nice little run as head of creative. There's no way that Vince McMahon is able to restrain himself from not going, yes, I will take that back, I'll take that back, I'll take that back. And, and suddenly the decisions made by Mercedes Varnado and other people to pursue options elsewhere, maybe look a little bit smarter, don't they? Um, it'll, actually, it'll be really interesting to see from a competitive standpoint what comes of this. But that's yeah. a different conversation, yeah. I guess, for, for later down the road. Um it's going to be extremely interesting. So the the three people that have re- replaced have been replaced by Vince Barry, Austin Wilson on the board are not necessarily names that are going to grab headlines, right? I, I two of them I'd never heard of before. Joe right? Ellen Lyons, Dylan yeah. Jeffrey R. Speed, and Alan M. Wexler, which isn't a comment on their functions. I'm sure no. that they were very important to the business or whatever. I'm not undermining them at all. Um, but it's not like he's coming in just straight up gone. Yeah, Nick Can, Stephanie, yes. Triple H. Off you go. Uh, they're not recognizable names. So I I don't think he's going to come in and swing the axe and, you know, fire. Uh, n- not that he's above firing his own flesh and blood. Nope. 2022 told us that. Uh, of all, Shane McMahon, hard to feel sorry for that guy. 2002 told us that. He's well, demoted, he's demoted yeah. his own flesh and blood yeah. and an in-law before. Countless times before in the past. Um, I... I if I'm at any level in that company, unless I'm a stooge, one of Vince McMahon's stooges, looking at you, Bruce Pritchard, um, or Kevin Dunn, or whoever else you want to name, uh, I am feeling a bit nervous about my position right now. All the way from, name a preliminary, Drew Gulak, to uh, Triple H. I'm not feeling good about my position right now at all, because Vince has uh, not proven himself the most, what's the opposite of erratic? Yeah, consistent. Le- consistent, level-headed decision-maker Principle. over the years. And you go back even to, just cycle back really briefly to, to that report in mid-December. He wanted to come back initially, it was bad reported. Bad advice, he said, didn't because, he? Because, yeah, he feels he received bad advice because he felt the allegations and the stories would have blown over. It's not through genuine remorse or anything. No. It's not through, like, you know, a desire to spur the business forward and all this. It's not, he thought he could get away with it, and he has it's basically a case of if I can't love you, no one will. Yeah. He'd rather set fire to the company than not run it himself. I think he's going to sell. Or do you think this is just a way Look, of this back? is right, okay, just to cover everyone's back and everything like that. This is my own personal subjective interpretation of what's going on because if you look at his statement, theoretically, you have to say, right, well, he said he's not going to meddle. He just wants to operate in the best interests of shareholders and make sure that everyone who owns stock is going to have the most money imaginable over the next however many years or whatever. My personal interpretation... What was the question again? Will he sell? You know, is this just... This is pretext. This, for me, personally, subjectively, just my take Mm -hmm. could be completely and utterly incorrect. Maybe I'm reading between the lines too much. Uh, Maybe um, I'm too cynical. This just feels like pretext to come back. Yeah. I don't think that's a controversial thing to say at all. It might be completely inaccurate. It's pretext to come back. And as I mentioned um, earlier, it's really quite shrewd. Mm. What's he, what they're going to do? Like he said, oh, I'm just going to block any rights fees. All right, you have to come back then because we need those. I think I read the phrase financial oxygen somewhere over the past 24 hours. I've been reading a lot of stuff and it's completely and utterly true. Like both companies are entirely dependent at this point on that. And if a board member was to choose to oppose him, it's as simple as him replacing them. Just like that. Dave Meltzer reported in the Wrestling Observer newsletter slightly before the SEC public, uh, SEC filing started doing Mm -hmm. the rounds online. um, That essentially Vince's strategy was uh, to terrify 
the board members into letting him back by making that statement about how, listen, I'm not going to sign any deals unless you let me back in as executive chairman. And if not, he would simply get rid of them and uh, replace them with somebody who's going to vote on his side mm. on issues like this. So, yeah, he, he's got he's got all the cards, man. Yeah, I'm subjectively inclined to agree with, with Sage. I think, you know, not that if... That it's not a hot take, this, is it, realistically? But if he was supposedly just coming back just to help out with the rights for your negotiations and an attempt at a sale, you know, in theory, they could just be like, look, I'm just, I'm, I'm only going to be here for six months a year to deal with that. And then, <laughs> you know, and, I, and I'm just going to be in the background. And I, I think it's just a, yeah, it's the yep. first step of him coming back and going, well, you know, 2022, we had our issues, but it's a new year, fresh, you know, clean. New year, new me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. It, I uh, wish I had the optimism of these the the, the 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 folks who are kind of clinging on to their enjoyment of the Papa Papa H era of WWE. And look, I've enjoyed it as well. Yeah. It's been it's significantly more fun from my point of view to watch and to talk about as well. Because previously, you know, you had nothing to really sink your teeth into, um, and you I, couldn't commit to you know, Sami Zayn. Could have just, they could have just gone out of bollocks. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you'd feel stupid for investing in that because a couple of months down the line, Sami Zayn would have just lost in a week or something and he'd be driving a comedy car around the thing, chasing, I don't know, Nia Jax or something. Yeah. It'd be weird. Um, yeah, it's it's a mess, man. It's a complete mess. Look, I've not been as high on the week to week as anybody else, but when I really try and focus on it and consider the big picture, the idea of, I think everyone who's, in like sort of who watches WWE regularly has fantasy booked. This is not a hot take of mine. I think everyone wants it. And that's the point. Everyone wants Sami Zayn to heroically lose as a babyface to Roman Reigns, realizing that he's probably not the WrestleMania headliner. This is Sami, but him and Kevin can have this wonderful, awesome, heartfelt reunion and dethrone the Usos at WrestleMania. This is not my take. I've read it elsewhere. Mm -hmm. I think we've all collectively come to do that. And that's because, as much as I find the week-to-week -week drab, like Triple H, under his stewardship of the product, has made people believe that things are possible. Again, that is ultimately kind of the basics. It's the point I've made several times. But at the same time, it's fundamentally important. And if Vince comes back in charge of creative, you just can't think like that anymore. You'll be deprogrammed absolutely immediately. Like, I think the first thing you'll do is have the... Roster, come out, looking like worker bees, and clap as he walks back down the aisle. Thank Gunther. you, Vince. Yeah, Gunther, yeah. front and centre. Like, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Quiet starts 2023, then. Yeah, what, 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 a week, what a week this has been. We started off with the unprecedented situation of Shinsuke Nakamura, a WWE contracted wrestler, not only not working New Japan, where you'd think he might be able to cross over to, given his past, um, but going to Pro Wrestling Noah to wrestle the great Muta as part of a retirement tour for that man. Um, it was like months ago. Unprecedented crazy story, and it is like the eighth biggest thing that has happened this week. Um, the top five are all related to this Vince yes. story. And we will keep you updated as and when things develop further with this. But let us know your thoughts in the comment section or on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Continue the conversation with us all on Twitter. You can follow Andy Murray at... Follow me at Adam Wilborn. You can follow Michael Sidgwick at... I want the followers, M Sidgwick. <laughs> and you can follow me at Andy H Murray. The H stands for Happy New Year, everyone. Uh, subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts. But for now, this has been Get the Table. My thanks to the Dudley... 
Foy and Murray. <laughs> I mean, salvaged it. Sign guy, Dadley. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.